Welcome to Questions About Heaven, a podcast about giving Bible answers to our questions about the afterlife with God. Each week we seek to answer real-life questions with biblical answers about the life beyond this world. Now, here's your host, Brad Zockel. And good day to you. This is Brad Zockel, the director of Zulon International Bible Institute, where we give international students and students here in the United States free tuition to study the Bible, to be able to learn more about what God has through scriptures to help you be a Bible leader, a Bible study leader, a teacher, professor, things along that line. And what we've dedicated this podcast to is to help you learn about heaven. We uh, just really concentrate on that. And I appreciate the fact that you've come along. I would ask you to write down the references that I have, or at least bear them to memory, and take a look at them on your own. Follow them in the context that I'm giving, and you'll see them in the context that we don't go and just cherry pick around. Uh, I'll go around the scriptures, but I want you to see in those scriptures what the Bible says about what happens to the Christian once they leave this life. What happens within the next 30 seconds when somebody takes their last breath and their body stops, their physical body stops here? What goes on? Well, we could talk for months and months on these things, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to share these things, but bit by bit, let's learn these things and find out what the Scripture says. And so, let's get right to it right now, okay? Now, in review, we do know this. When John the seer has written this book, the Apocalypsis in the Greek, you know it in English as the book of Revelation. We go to the last two chapters and he says this, I saw a new heaven and a new earth. Now, he starts to describe what he sees within there. That would be in Revelation chapter 21 and verse 4. And he's given this heavenly knowledge that there's no more death here. There's no more pain here. There's no regret. In other words, there's no depressive attack on your brain. You're not going to undergo mourning, M-O-U-R-N, mourning or regret, depression. And he goes on to talk in Revelation chapter 7 and verse 9 as we have looked around heaven and what carries into this eternal abode of the Christian. He says this, and there are multitudes, you can't even number them, of people celebrating Jesus, of enjoying Jesus, of talking with God. Revelation chapter 6 says that there are those that are talking face-to-face with God, and he responds to them. And he talks about all the excitement and activity. He lets us know also in Revelation chapter 6 that there are those that are rewarded in heaven on what they've done on earth. And that there are rewards. There's a number of rewards that come out. Revelation chapter 22 and verse 12, uh, God the Father says, I'm coming, I'm bringing my reward with me to give to each person based on how they have served here on earth. So it's a place of rewards. Now we've looked at that, and then I want to continue on and give you some other things here in the time that we have. Some very, very powerful truths about the Bible. And then in future broadcasts, we'll start walking through the book of Revelation, chapters 21 and 22, and be looking at other places in Revelation to specifically understand what will be the place that the Christian will be a billion years from now. You know, uh, what's it going to be like? What's the eternal state? That's what it's called. 
capital E, capital S, the eternal state. Is that like the heaven that is present right now? Well, let's take a look. And let's see, first of all, when we go to meet the Savior, Jesus Christ, the Savior, and in the scriptures, we see here, he's more than Savior in the book of Revelation. He's more than shepherd. He's more than teacher. He's more than a miracle worker. He is the King of Kings, and he is the Lord of Lords. You read that in Revelation chapter 19. He has a magnificent new name, and yet, you know, you think about this, and you'd say, well, He's scary when you think about that. The magnificent one, the creator of the universe in John chapter one and verse one says he was with God and he was God. And you say, how could I even approach something like that? Well, in our resurrection body, you know what it says? You've been brought to a state because you have said, I will give my full allegiance to Jesus. I will follow him. I'll live for him here on earth. And he says this, well, you're just like family now. You've made that commitment, and so I'm going to go fix up home. In John chapter 14, he says this, that I am going to prepare a place for you. And what I prepared, I'm going to bring you home with me. See, in my Father's house are many dwelling places. The Greek word is monet. Now, one translation says mansions, but that's a kind of a, a weaker translation because it gets kind of caught up in the, the Latin Vulgate, it's one of the translations, and it looks like the word in Latin as mansion. But what it really means is a dwelling place or a suite, S-U-I-T-E. Uh, it, it says a suite there, a gigantic dwelling place within there. So think of it that God has this magnificent lodge, magnificent home, magnificent palace, and yet you're not put outside in your own place somewhere, acreage away or miles away, kilometers away, you're there with him in this home, within the new Jerusalem. Boy, there's so much we can talk about, but I want to instill the point right now. You're home. You're going to be home. And I want to give you two things in this shorter broadcast about this that, that I want you to know. Jesus says in John chapter 14, I don't want your hearts to be troubled, all right? Now, in my father's house, there are many rooms. If this were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And when I prepare that and I'm ready, I'm going to come again, take you with me so that you may be where I am. And this is an important point because what Jesus is emphasizing is not that you're just going to come to the estate. You're coming home. Now, this is found in John chapter 14. If you're taking your notes on here. Now, if you're driving or you're, you're traveling and you can't get this down, just commit this to memory. John chapter 14, and I'm reading the first verses here, and it says this, what, I'm going to come back and take you to be with me, that you also me, may be where I am. So he's saying this, I want you to be where I am. See, I'm not going to say, I want you to be somewhere near me. I want you to be where I am. Jesus is emphasizing home. And it tells us this in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. It says, so shall we ever be with the Lord. Revelation chapter 21 verse 3, and God says, and I'll dwell with you. I will be with you and among you. We're talking about home. We're finally going to get a home. There are many people here that have a, a restlessness, and you just don't feel like you're fit for this world. You never feel like you've ever been able to fully settle in this world. Well, that might be, Christian, that you have a heavenly hunger for things. 
Now, let me see if I have this right. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18 says this. Well, the Christian, what we do is we don't look at the things on earth. Those are the things that are seen, and there's no faith in that. We see all those things. But what the Christian does is we look beyond it into heaven at the things that are unseen. Because the things which are seen are temporal. The things which are unseen are eternal. And that's what we look for. And because of that, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 9 says, what we do is we seek to please Jesus. Now, why? Because when we get home, it says in verse 10, we'll be called over to a place of reward. We'll be given rewards. 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 5 says, every Christian will receive praise. Every Christian will receive praise on what you've done. Now, I want to remind you, because a lot of people say, I don't really, you know, I wish I could do more. I wish I had better talent, more money, a better opportunity. But see, God's put you in your corner of the universe to serve him in a very special way. Could have put anybody there of the over 7 billion people around the globe at this day and time. He put you there for a reason. Makes no mistakes. And then he's going to reward you. And I want to remind you, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 8 says, you are not judged on what you don't have. You're judged on what you do have. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 8, you are rewarded on that. So what 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 5 said is everyone, every Christian will receive praise. Isn't that amazing? Now in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 10, as I told you, then there will be rewards given. Uh, gold, precious jewels. And what that is talking about is there's great honor for great service here. And so we're going to be rewarded. But I wanted to leave you with this. In John chapter 17, Jesus is praying. And this is one of the most beautiful passages in all the scripture. And he says this, I, I look forward so much farther to getting the Christian, to getting the children, and bringing them to be where I am, and they might see my glory. Now, I want you to think about this. Your kids are coming home for the holidays, or they're coming home for a family reunion, and you're bringing them into your house, and you're getting the house already. Or let's put more. You've bought property, and you have the wherewithal to build a house. You're the architecture. You have people coming into your specifications. You're building it for your children uh, to come in and live with you, or at least stay with you for a while and everything. And so, in the grandkids, and you have all these different places, different rooms of playing and eating and enjoying, and the backyard specially designed. When they come, you can't wait. You're so proud as you stand on the front steps, and they come up the walk, and you say, look what I made for you. Look what I made for you. Now, are you proud? Yeah, but I don't think it's a sinful pride. You've said, I cannot wait to show you what I have for you. Take a look. And they're amazed at your personality in your building. Well, that's Jesus in John chapter 17. Is he proud? But proud in the way that he's saying this. Now you can see my glory. Now you can see what I've done for you. Now you can understand why this has been so much a mystery to you because there's so much here to take in. And you have all eternity to enjoy that. John chapter 17, an amazing thing. Jesus is proud to show you his glory, and we're going to glorify him as we partake in enjoying that glory. And then Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 16, God says, and you know something? I'm not ashamed to be called your God. To the believers, I am most proud. I'm not ashamed to be called your God. God's proud 
to be associated with you. You know, imagine that. And in a day when we have such low self-esteem and, uh, you know, and I'm not saying self-pity, but this sometimes Christians, we just feel like, you know, things are just so hard here. I want you to get, like it said in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18, to get the long view, to get the eternal view, the eternal view that the Lord is, has wonderful rewards set for heaven. Wonderful things. Friends in Matthew chapter 8, verse 11, feasting and eating and knowing people, identifying you will be you. You will have your identity. You will have your characteristics. Wonderful truths here. Hey, we'll talk some more. You take a look at those scriptures and look at them, study them, and rejoice in them. This is Brad here, and I am talking to you about heaven. Let's get a chance to talk again very, very soon. Thank you so much. Brad from Zulon International Bible Institute. Thank you so much. And Lord willing, we'll talk again real soon, okay? Thanks for joining us this week on Questions About Heaven with Brad Zockel of the Zulon International Bible Institute. Be sure to visit our website, zulon.org, to learn more about our Bible ministry. That's X-U-L-O-N.org. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. And keep an eye out for our upcoming ebook, Questions About Heaven. Thanks, God bless you, and have a great day.